Hi friends, welcome to the You Know Yuna podcast. I am your host, Yuna, obviously, and thank you for tuning in to this episode. So I'm thinking before I get into each episode, I'm going to do like little updates, like like weekly. I mean, I don't know my schedule for posting. Lately, I've been doing like week to week, so um, like we could do weekly updates. But if I'm not going to post every week, then I could do like a whole like update from my time in between episodes does that make sense but yeah okay this week it was pretty good um i i really put this whole like let's get uncomfortable thing to the test and um so as a manager i'm in charge of events now like my position i have to be in charge of events and i've never done events before um obviously because i was never a manager what the fuck you know okay um so i was doing events okay and i'm learning about events right now and it's it's very overwhelming because I used to never work on the weekends because I just never wanted to work on weekends. But then now that I'm a manager, I have to be available on the weekends, AKA I have to plan for events. And I, because I've never ex- like experienced it as an associate and now I have to be in charge of planning it. It's like a whole rush of emotions and information all at once and I started freaking out because I was like shit like I how how am I gonna do this without having any experience behind it and as she was explaining everything like uh, honestly everything was going in one ear and out the other because I was just so anxious like I, I like my hands started clamming my hands got really cold um I I got that little pit in my stomach when you get really like nervous and anxious and I felt like I was going to throw up, but it's fine. I'm going to put this whole like, let's get uncomfortable thing to the test because if I'm bad at it, then that sucks, but I'll work on it the next event. So, I mean, I don't know, fingers crossed, but aside from all of the eventing and stuff, um, I've been really liking being a manager. Um, Honestly, I really do like it. I feel like it definitely gives me more purpose and like reason to be at work because as an associate I always felt like I could just go home like do I really need to be here um like like what's the point and stuff but now that I have things to do and I have responsibilities and tasks and stuff um I feel a lot more purposeful and um like there's there's a reason I'm there and it's not just to fill up space or like make sure that we get in all of our hours for the week so that's definitely a plus um 19 year old me would definitely be proud uh, because i started working there when i was 19 and i did not expect to stay here for this long but here we are um fingers crossed that things will work out um especially on the eventing stuff fuck um but yeah, um, another another update. So my sister's birthday was this week. It was on Tuesday, November 9th. Everyone mark your calendars for next year. But she turned 21 and she goes to college um, like away from home. So she's not a commuter student like me. Um, so she went out with her friends for dinner. And oh, okay, I was so jealous because she was going out with her friends for dinner and she had two of the guys that she has crushes on there and like she was like getting all worked up and like stuff like that and anxious and stuff and I was jealous I was jealous of her being nervous about a boy because y'all aside from work and working on this podcast 
I got nothing to do. I'm so bored. And it sounds so bad, but especially this week, I was so like, oh my god, I need a guy to have a crush on. Or like, I need some eye candy or someone to text. But y'all, I'm so deprived. <laughs> oh, so let me let me put into context about why I'm so freaking deprived because so now that I'm a manager uh, this is a whole story so now that I'm a manager I have the key to the back door and with the key I have to open up the back door for our UPS guy because he always drops off shipment and like you know all of the new like collection and like the arrivals and stuff like that so I used to see him every once in a while um, as an associate but we would never talk because there's no reason to. He's just there to drop off shipment. But now that I'm a manager, I open up the back door and like we have like small talk and stuff, you know? And it's a little bit more like fun, I guess. So yesterday when he came to drop off shipment, um, I opened the door, obviously, because I got a key and <laughs> fuck, guys, I'm so fucking deprived. So I opened the door and then he immediately goes like, Yo, I got 31 boxes for you. You want to make room for me? And I always thought he was cute. But then after he said that, he gave me like a cute little cheeky smile because he knew it was a lot of boxes and he needed some help. So he was kind of like asking me for help and being like, you know, oh, my God, it sounds so menial, but it was so cute. Like he was taking down boxes from his truck while he was like asking me to make room for him and like giving me a smile. It was just so cute. And also, like, every time I open the back door, it's, like, low-key jammed. So I have to, like, push all of my body weight into it. And, like, we always, whenever I have to open the door, he always laughs because it's, it, it really just, like, wins me out. Like, I, I gotta catch my breath every time I try to open the damn door in the back. But, yeah, that happened. And I got so... Ah! And I... I... <laughs> I, I didn't say it in the way that he said it, because when he said it, he just had so much swag in his voice. And guys, swag is so hot to me. And okay, I always thought he was cute. I always had like an itty bitty crush on him because like he's the UPS guy. He comes to drop shit off and I see him like once or twice a week. And, you know, it's that little like, oh, my God, he's here to drop off boxes. But this time. He was like, yo, you got 31 boxes. You want to make room for me? And like, I got, y'all, I got giddy. I got so fucking giddy. And I was like, yeah, I'll make some room. <laughs> so, okay, I didn't say it like that, obviously. But I was like, the inner me was like, oh my God. Like, the way he just talked was so cute. Like, I love swag, guys. Okay, but yeah, I hope that put it into perspective because... That's how deprived I am. I got an itty-bitty crush on our UPS driver. I'm deprived. It's fine. But aside from that, um, another update. Fuck, <laughs> oh, guys. Um, okay, another update. Aside from this all, like, giddy talk. I started posting my outfit of the days on TikTok. And that's another thing that I used to think was, like, really stupid or like I felt uncomfortable with posting my outfits there because I would be like who would want to see my outfits but like I love fashion and I love clothes so I'm gonna put it out there so I did I've been posting for like the past four days which is pretty nice you know 
Um, so if you want to see what I wear or if you want to see my face more often, then go to my TikTok and see what I wear. Mm, fun. Fun stuff. Okay, but that's all the updates. Um, it's literally just all work manager and UPS guy talk. Um, also TikTok and my outfits and stuff. But that was that's the update. All right, let's get into the episode finally. So I'm sure a lot of you guys have watched Grey's Anatomy. Um, maybe not the whole thing. In my opinion, I feel like the show has been dragged on a little bit too long. But I don't know. You do you, Miss Miss Shonda Rhimes or what, whoever whatever her name is. But anyway, um, in the show, there's this ongoing line that pops up repeatedly. And it's the whole like, you're my person thing. And for those of you who haven't watched the show, that phrase is kind of like, a stand-in word for soulmate and it like anointing someone as your person is is basically being like you're my soulmate and meredith calls christina her person because they're like best friends or whatever so basically the whole understanding behind meredith calling christina her person is her identifying this strong platonic love and friendship that they have for each other and after christina is called Meredith's person, Christina is expected to show up for her whenever she needs, just like how friends do, you know? And in all honesty, it's it's really cool to watch the show and see how much two people can love and care for each other and how they pick up on each other's mannerisms and things like that. And it just, it sets up this perfect friendship between two people. But I don't know, I feel, personally, I feel like even though it it is like, really cool and beautiful to see how two people can fit so perfectly for each other it it kind of creates this idea that you need someone or that like you need a person like christina is to meredith and i don't know that's that's basically what i'm going to be talking about today because you don't need anyone Yet this idea that there's this person out there who's supposed to be your soulmate or your bestest friend has been glamorized in so many TV shows and movies and things like that. Like for as long as I can remember, I think in every Disney show, there's like that best friend. In every movie, there's like that best friend that they've been together for like childhood and everything like that, you know? And it kind of like, for me personally, I don't know if this kind of made its way towards other people too but for me it got me into this toxic cycle of searching for a best best friend and in my mind the idea of someone being my person is someone who I've grown up with like someone from childhood like someone who gets me and can finish my sentences and uh, who I can make feel comfortable and who makes me feel comfortable and like every interaction is just so effortless and I can go over to the house and announce and shit like that like all that stuff that you see in the show on Grey's Anatomy and any other show I feel like that phrase that whole you're my person thing sets up these really high expectations and I guess standards for what I look for in a person to consider them my best friend or someone who I I'm just going to call my friend or someone who I feel like is worth keeping in my life. And I know that sounds harsh, but it's honestly true. 
I feel like I don't consider a lot of people I know as friends. I just I just say like, oh yeah, we're not friends. I just know of them. Or like, oh yeah, I know them, but we're not really friends. You know? Because because I look for something magical and like some kind of intense connection like these shows, like Grey's Anatomy. Because I don't know, like if I if I don't feel that magical or like intense connection with someone, then I guess they're not my person. And that someone who I shouldn't devote time into. But I mean, obviously that's how my mindset was before. Um, but obviously that's not how friendships work. And that's not how any kind of relationship, whether it's romantic or just friendship, like that's not how things work. And this is that's basically what I'm going to be talking about today um, because so this past year I've spent a lot of alone time and earlier this year I distanced myself from everyone like I didn't leave the house ever um, I was barely working at that time so I was literally doing nothing um, and I would wake up really late and just do nothing throughout the entire day and I felt really like disconnected and I did that because of personal reasons that I'm not going to get into but I was very like I was isolating myself a lot and during that time I realized that I can't wait for someone to be this person who can meet these standards and expectations of being my quote-unquote person when I can be that person for myself because as much as I hated being so isolated and disconnecting from all of my friends in my mind I would be like how could they not notice that I'm like really hurting or I'm literally just not talking to anyone how can these people who are supposed to be my friends like not notice that I'm feeling this way but I I realized that I can't keep waiting for people to be this kind of person that I imagined so that they can notice my pain does that make sense like this past year, I I feel like I went through a lot of shit and naturally during tough times, you want someone to talk to. And when I personally go through these lows, I don't tell anyone about it except for maybe one or two people. But I just never got a satisfactory answer from when I would open up to people. So I don't know, like, I don't want someone to just say, like, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way, or damn, that's crazy, or oh, that sucks, because it is a rare occasion for me to open up about shit that I am going through. Um, I mean, like, you can ask all my friends um, and stuff like that, but, and I can also take a joke. Like, if I'm just complaining about something that's stupid, then that's an acceptable response. But if I'm looking for advice or some kind of consolation, then that like damn that's crazy shit just like doesn't fly with me so what i've come to notice is that no matter who i open up to whether they're my close friends or not no one would give me that response that christina gives meredith as being her person so like nothing that anyone would say would make me feel better yet i would still rely on some person to give me this magical advice that would make me like be like oh yeah you're right like I'm totally fine now because no matter how much someone listens no matter how intensely they care 
or how much you explain how you feel, nothing is going to be like that intense magical answer that Meredith and Christina have with each other because that's scripted. That's all like media and stuff like that. Yet in my mind, it's like, oh my God, they really do have that like beautiful friendship. Like, why can't I have a Christina and stuff like that? You know, like that's like, that was like my mentality. And that's not anyone's fault except for mine because I put these incredibly high standards on people to fix my problems. And basically just like searching and waiting for someone to be my other half in situations like this but I don't know like that's like the whole idea that I've gotten as searching for someone to be my quote-unquote person but I realized that like that's not real that's the shit that you see on tv and that's not reality and you can't rely on the fact that someone is out there to complete you or someone is out there to fix you and you can't keep waiting for your person to show up and fix you because you can be your own person and I think that's for everyone like yeah you can have a best friend yeah you can like your soulmate can be your significant other or whatever but if you're not your own person and you don't know how to be someone that you can rely on for yourself then like you can't, I don't know, you just can't expect someone to complete you. Does that make sense? Am I making sense? And my new mentality for this whole idea or this whole topic is that if I want something, then I got to do it myself. If I need advice, then I got to sit down and like fucking think about what I'm upset about and like what I want to hear. And I need to stop expecting someone to tell me that things are going to be okay. Or that they're going to tell me the right things. Because if I want to stop being sad, then I got to pick up my pieces and get to work. If I want a promotion, then I have to go and ask for it. And not wait around and hope that someone gets the hints. And like, what I mean about like, someone being your person, it it doesn't have to be like, in a romantic setting or a friendship setting. It could be like, at work, where your boss doesn't see that you're doing great or something like you can tell yourself that you're doing great and then if she notices then I'm like okay cool yeah I knew that you know and I've come to this understanding because you're the only one that can make that change if you want that change like you got to keep yourself accountable figure things out on yourself and stop thinking that someone else is gonna go like understand the full extent of how you're feeling because like nobody's gonna get you as much as you get yourself you know And I'm speaking this in, like, second person because I feel like I still do, like, go back into that little mentality of, like, oh, someone will notice. Like, I hope someone is going to notice me or, like, I'm waiting for that person to notice and stuff like that that I'm hurting or whatever, you know? Like, you can't do that. Like, I and I'm speaking this in second person because I feel like I need to listen back to this and, like, remind myself sometimes that you got to do it yourself, girl. Like, ain't nobody care about your problems as much as you. Nobody cares about your problems or your life as much as you do. And people are not forever. And friendships are not forever either. Um, I've gone through, like, a couple friend groups to realize that, which sucks. 
And maybe I'm having like this pessimistic outlook on the whole thing, but I really don't think it's a bad thing. I think having the mindset of like you don't need anyone sets you up to be more independent and like less reliant on temporary things like people. Because as much as Meredith and Christina were each other's person and soulmates to each other, they don't stay each other's people. They don't stay each other's persons. And sorry if that's a spoiler, but I mean, that's true, you know? And I've always been an independent person. Um, I like shopping alone. I like running errands alone. I like going to cafes by myself and doing my own work by myself. Like, I don't need someone with me 24-7. Because if that were the case, I feel like I would suffocate. But even more so now, I now don't expect anything from anyone. I don't expect someone to listen to this podcast. I don't expect someone to notice that I'm hurting. I don't expect someone to notice that I'm doing a good job because I can do all that stuff by myself. And now I don't expect anything from anyone. And that sounds very depressing. But it's because if I have these expectations for people then nine times out of ten i will be let down and i will be disappointed because nobody is gonna fit this made-up person in my mind that i imagined where they have all the answers and they say all the right things and i don't know i don't know guys like for a while i thought like maybe it's just a me thing maybe maybe i'm the problem or like maybe i'm not worth being that person for someone else and it really did take a toll on my mentality of like am I being enough or am I worth it you know and like that sucks because like when you have that mentality you think of yourself as the lowest of the lows and I don't know so I do have a story it's kind of sad it's actually really sad but I, I feel like it's necessary and I was really hesitant on putting this in because um, I didn't want to offend anyone but I think about this like whatever happened kind of often because it really did kind of scar me but <laughs> okay so I used to be friends with some people and for a long time I tried really really hard to be accepted in the way that they accept each other and we were friends for a quite a while like I think at that point we were friends for like a good six six years or something but I mean again I always had that insecurity that like like they're gonna choose them over me and like stuff like that like I just never felt enough or like measured up or on the same level of friendship I guess with them so I don't know and This was the only friendship where I really tried this hard to be part of because I've known them for so long and I felt a really strong connection with them. And I honestly felt like we were going to be like friends forever, you know, but there was always like an insecurity within me because I knew that they were friends longer and that they had a deeper friendship than I had with them. And the more and more I tried to get on their level of friendship and deepness, the more I felt like, okay, I'm not enough because I never got to that level. And I was just waiting for them to notice that, hey, I'm worth it. I'm worth being like a really good friend. Like I'm worth being as close to you as this person is. But like, I don't know, that just made me feel like shit all the time because 
each time I tried to show that I'm enough, like it just didn't translate to them. And if you have to try this hard and wait this long for someone to notice you and for someone to be like, hey, yeah, you are my friend, you are my soulmate, you are my person, then that's not that's not worth your time, babe. That's not that's not good. And you got to like exclude yourself from them. And there was this one trip that we all went on. Um, We went to New York together and this was my first time in New York with just friends. So I was really excited. I wanted to see all the touristy things, obviously. And this was like two or three years ago. So I was just starting to fall in love with the city and y'all we ended up not really doing anything (laughs) um i would suggest like something to do but then someone else would be like oh let's do something else or let's just sit down at a cafe or let's just you know not do anything or let's go back to the hotel and stuff and we would end up doing what she wanted and no one everyone would side with her except for me like nobody would side with me and it was always just like siding with the other person the entire trip and I never won a battle of that thing. Like, I I was never sided with. And I understand that now, like, they were friends way longer than I have been. And, you know, nothing beats childhood friends, I guess. But there was this one night where I got really frustrated and really mad about feeling invisible and feeling like, why am I not measured up to them? Like, why am I not their person? Why can't I be their soulmate? Like, why can't I be your best friend? Why am I not enough to be considered your best friend? Because I'm trying so hard for you to see me. And I've been waiting for so long. And like, how come I can't have that Meredith and Christina relationship? You know, but I got so frustrated and sad about not being enough that I ended up crying. (laughs) I ended up crying in the bed next to them and this is new york so everything's expensive so we got a one bedroom hotel room and we all slept on the same bed and i was literally crying while they were sleeping because i felt like i wasn't enough and they didn't wake up they never found out and i never told them about it and then the next day we got up and we got ready to leave the city and i never brought it up to them because i still wanted to be friends with them Even after feeling the way that I did, I didn't want them to pity me and be like, oh, no, 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 we're all equals. Oh, we're all like besties or whatever. Like, I didn't want to be pitied. Like, I wanted to prove to them that I am worthy enough to be your friend, your best friend, your person. And I didn't want to tell them so that they would like act like I am. Does that make sense? That was a really, really sad story. And I haven't told many people about that, but now everyone knows. (laughs) So our friendship lasted like two or three more years after that. And now it's officially over. It ended on some other terms, which at the time I was really sad about because I feel like I never got closure from the whole thing. But thinking back on it, I think it was for the best. Um, I mean, I still get sad about it and I resort to anger to express my sadness but I don't know I I never want to put myself through that kind of situation again because I never want to have to rely on others 
in a way where I'm that desperate for their acceptance and friendship. And again, this is like the only friendship group or whatever that I tried really hard to be accepted. And after that, like I'm never going to put effort into someone who doesn't give me that same effort back. And I'm no longer available for people who make me feel like shit. And I'm not going to tolerate that either. And I don't think anyone else should, you know? And I'm not saying this as like a, as like a fuck all friends, like you don't need them kind of thing. I think friends are important and I love my friends that I have right now. I just don't think that you should be searching for that best friend or that soulmate or that person because you can do all the shit that you want by yourself. Like you can go to a cafe and get do like a little date by yourself too. You can go like make yourself feel good, make yourself feel proud. You can tell yourself that you're doing a good job. You don't need someone else to say that or you don't have to wait for someone to notice you. You know, am I making sense? Like you don't need someone to see every day and text every day and like rely on advice 24 seven because you don't need to wait to be accepted by someone or you don't need to be fixed. Does that make sense? Cause you can fix yourself. You can fix yourself. I'm fixing myself right now. I don't know. I hope this isn't like too weird. Um, but I don't know. Maybe the issue isn't the fact that Meredith and Christina were each other's person, but how my mind just grazed over the fact that both characters were strong, independent people before they came together and before they were called each other's person. Because being together was more seamless for them because there wasn't this like toxic relying factor connecting the two like because they're strong independent people they just show up as who they are and just be there for them but in my mind I didn't understand that I thought that I could just show up as a incomplete like very dependent person hoping that someone along the way would come and complete my other missing parts but like that's not how it is like my mind just grazed over the fact that you got to be independent and do the shit that you want to do first in order to help someone else you know and like that's also in relationships too like the healthiest ones are the ones where both partners show up as their complete selves you know independent and strong-minded and then they do life together to complement each other but if one partner is too dependent on someone else or that person and they expect to be fixed or be the fixer that just doesn't work. And you know, I have that issue with relationships too. I feel like I have I have to like be able to nurse them back to being good and shit, but that's not how it works. Like I thought that if I make them feel better and like I quote unquote fix them, then I'll be worthy of this relationship. Like that's how they'll accept me if I complete them. But y'all relationships and shit that that's not how it works either you know like you don't need that person to be like to notice you you don't have to wait on anyone you don't have to wait for someone to notice you you don't have to wait for someone's attention you don't have to wait for someone to be like you're so good at being a friend like I want you to be my best friend you can't expect that you know but like for the longest time I thought that's how it worked like and now I have to like 
rewire my brain and be like, I don't have to prove myself to anyone. Like, you don't need anyone, babes. Realize that you're your own favorite person and your own best friend and that you don't need someone or some person. I don't know. Is this too niche of a topic? But like, don't wait. Like, don't wait on anyone because that's not fair to you. Like, you, you're wasting your time if you're waiting for someone. I don't know, guys. Maybe this, this is too much. Is this too much? <laughs> I don't know. The point is that you can be your own person. And you got to be your own, like, number one fan. Like, I, I really don't expect to get anything out of the things that I do for people. And I don't expect to be, like, anointed their person or their best friend. Because independent people are bosses. And you got to be, and everyone wants to be their own boss. So be your own boss, you know? I don't know. <laughs> um, but yay for episode two. Um, every time I come out with an episode, I get really excited for you guys to listen. Um, granted, this is only the second episode, but I am excited for you guys to um, be part of this one, too. Uh, the amount of texts and dms and messages i get on instagram is crazy um i really when i started this whole thing i really didn't think anyone was gonna listen so it kind of gets me nervous that people are actually listening to me but it also makes me happy and proud that i that something is coming out of me putting myself out there so that's a good thing as well um i hope you guys have a good week and um i don't know maybe maybe take this episode into consideration next time you're waiting on someone yeah because we don't need nobody before i end this episode if you listen this long then i want you to text me your favorite emoji yeah i dare you i'm just kidding actually no i actually dare you to text me after you finish this episode with your favorite emoji and then um that'll be fun and also, like, if we haven't talked in a while, then I don't care. I want you to message me with your favorite emoji. My favorite one right now is actually, like, the little blueberries. Like, they're in the cluster of three. It's so cute. But anyway, yeah, do that. And then um, I dare you to have a good week. Yeah. Oh, anyway, you guys know who it is. It's Yuna. And see you guys in the next episode of You Know Yuna. Bye, guys. <laughs>